is it. On the 30 meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long range shot for Manasseh. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Hello and thanks very much for tuning into the Irish NRL show. Slightly delayed coverage this week. Um, just going to medical. Yeah. It was a medical emergency yesterday. Uh, no, it was owing to a to a hangover on the bank holiday Monday. Well, that was you, but me yesterday. <laughs> no, no, I was going to power through, but I think the weather was nice, so we said we'd leave it. And then a bit of a medical emergency emergency yesterday, but we're a little bit late, but. Don't worry, we're getting to you ahead of Thursday morning football. Yeah. So look, week fifteen, episode eleven, lot to catch up on. We've we've had our <coughs> we've got through that boy round, um, and we've kind of full slate this week. So we said we get to it uh, shortly. Um, leading off the bat is the power rankings. I have an admission. Um, in my haste to get podcast recorded and out busy week heading on a stag trip for the bank on the weekend I forgot to update the power rankings so we're going to start with the power rankings again <laughs> <laughs> and next week we'll let you know if they've gone up or down life took over yeah priorities look, look amateur podcasters if you want us to be more professional pay us yeah um, something work for now yeah um, we need, we need a, an admin guy <laughs> yeah um, but look that's that's kind of the lay of the land do you want to go top down or bottom We'll go from 17. Yeah. It's uh, no surprise that it's St. George. Now, yeah, unfortunately, they're still down there. They look like they're improving, but they're still taking their little time. Yeah, and look, it was the whole... Out of all of them, I think they're the only ones that can't be guaranteed a top eight finish. Mm. And, and that just shows you how the table is so tight, like, but there's, it's so tight past <laughs> the 16 <laughs> up. So I think they're the, they're the closest to the bottom, and it doesn't look like they're going to make anywhere even a run like at the back yeah. end yeah uh, now look hopefully I think they're pretty close to sorting out the head coach which we'll get to later on um, in fourth tackle 16 rather harshly done it's the doggies um, just there's some there's some positives but they're still not getting for the players they brought and the stuff they have like they're still not a very little effect over the, the New South Wales period like the still Arden period they're just not clicking um, 15th then is West um, who for the table are 16th I think actually but look mm. we've been very impressed over the last kind of month to six weeks of football from West so hopefully we're, we're going to see them climb up the table they'll miss the 8 but vastly improved Cowboys have had a mini bit of a resurgence uh, long may that continue we'll see what happens this week 13th it's the Knights don't think we need to delve no. too deep into that one because it is what it is 12th Manly Um. 11th aside who's potentially going to drop given again we get the, the turn of affairs in the Blues camp and Dylan Brown um, been victim of the, not victim um, wrong word um, been stood down the NRL stand down policy as of today 10th it's the Titans who've kind of just 
really struggled of late with this whole trend of half time. Yeah, half time playing unbelievable until half time. Yeah, it just it's it's worrisome. Uh, this is the one we probably we probably feel guiltiest about. It's probably we can't really we don't want sides to be jumping massively based on one performance, but on the back of all the other kind of movements, we had to put the Roosters ninth. Um, that's pretty hard on the table either as well. I think yeah. they're just outside. Yeah, but as of late, we haven't overly impressed. Eight, it's still, although the injuries are starting to mount, but still the Dolphins um, having a fantastic season. Seven, it's the Warriors, another side having a fantastic season. Fifth and sixth has kind of been similar enough yeah, the last very, few weeks. And uh, it's where they are on the table. So Sharks, I'm sorry, it's not exactly where they are on the table, but Sharks and Storm. In fourth, it's the Raiders. Uh, my bias is plus. I think the fact they still have all three buys remaining. Just consistency as well. Mm. They're probably, the, like, I don't know if I just said, but like, I think if they're the, they're the competition favourite with consistency, <laughs> if, yeah. Yeah, if that's the way it is, yeah. the stats. They've been, they've been brilliant as of late and look a big weekend for the nation's capital um, upcoming and then we've not changed the top three from, from what the table says and I know look the, the boy is kind of this season is just causing issues yeah. but we've gone with top three of Pemrith Brizzy and Souths and I think they have been the three best the three best so it's to date ever mm-hmm. only ever now, but to no, date but to date this season uh, perfect so me first yeah so with all the chat of, of the dragons they're getting rid of hook there as well we sort of knew or understood that hook and ben hunt had a good relationship and now there's chat that he might look for an early release in his contract supposedly it was, he was recorded saying it so I don't know where this recording is, but I heard it on on three six NRL three sixty that it's there in a, in a he actually asked for it already. But where do you think if he goes, will Ben Hunt land? The the rumor is that the the recording is actually in the at boy fight and Irish WhatsApp group. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, no, we're joking. Um, the where does he go? Look, there's there's some interesting landing strips, but I. Fantastic landing strips. It's is it that he wants to buy? It is that he wants a premiership, or he's looking for a team that has the potential. I don't think he's he's an he's an awful lot of miles on the clock. Yeah, I don't think he's a gr- a great length of time left. No, but I also feel like he's kind of earned his dues to be back in a side. Like no man has had uh, a mess up, let's just say, and suffered as much. In rugby league, anyway, as Ben Hunt, like it, it was one knock on, yeah, in extra time. In extra time, yeah, of of a grand final, of an incredible absorbing, Darby. That he played unbelievable the whole and way through. And he and they don't get to that grand final without him. without that season he yeah. had. Um, look, confidence suffered a dint, and he's he's really come back. And we've said a few times over our time that like, he is the team. Oh yeah, really he's. Out of all of them, like you look at Cleary, you look at Munster, you look at he's the only player that can put a team on his back and pull him through. Yeah. A poor like when you're oh like Cleary doesn't go well if his pack if his pack is not going forward. Munster is the same, like Munster's a little bit Munster has mm-hmm. a bit of a dog now that he can do stuff off the back, but Ben Hunt is the only player out of 
like them three that can put the whole team on his back and get them to something like and you're not just buying a half like I know we can't but we can't cover fullback anymore no but you're buying a spine player there that they could arguably fill three holes if you want them yeah um, there's loads of interesting landing spots there's probably a massive lack of quality in the half position in kind of who's going to be free agents this season um, I think there's an obvious choice again bring the glasses around Jack Whiting goes out huge salary cap gap there's your automatic slam for me but I don't know if any other landing spots I'd love to see him in the Bulldogs I think that would complete that's that, that that's another one that um, te- like that would add to Burton like he'd have to play six like Burton would go back to six he'd go to seven yeah. and Burton would get back to his more natural running game and the other one is obviously not the best he's right there right there yeah um, but that's where the money is then if he wants and that's where he's from he's Rockhampton yeah he's Rockhampton he could finish his, his career off in Queensland like. and be back on the way in yeah. who Arby, got the best yeah, out the of Brisbane Jesus so um, because they go but yeah look all eyes on Ben Hunt been well, this yeah the next few weeks now we'll be interested to see where yeah um, staying kind of with a bit of a Broncos team Katoni Staggs finished with 212 metres 7 tackle busts 2 line breaks a try assist and a try um, in what we kind of would thought was going to be kind of the game around it wasn't, wasn't a terrible game Shark maybe underperformed slightly but midst of an origin period is there a severe case to be made for him getting a New South Wales call up? I think this is what New South Wales fans do when we lose the first game. We, we go through every position and try and chase the whole team. Now, I agree he's played better than he played when he got picked for New South Wales. Which is kind of yeah. my point. And, and he's more consistent and he, he, he's destructive as fuck. Like, he is destructive like when he mm. runs. But I think Manly are trying to get. Uh, turbos uh, grading down for the for the concussion down this week, and the trial seems to be back training as well. Yeah, but so it's, it's, them it's not named. Fit. Yeah, it's not named. Um, and the thing for me is, after one good game, we threw Tommy into the oh, true, yeah. and I, I don't think he was no phenomenal. Yeah. So and a lot of them seem to be carrying like the like of the trial the like mm. of Tommy. They all seem to be carrying. I'd much prefer to get a 100% fit team out there. Nobody carrying a knob. Exactly. Or that we know of. Like, we all know that Luttrell has a, a calf injury. We all know Tommy's suffering from concussion. So you'd love to see. And the only way he's been there before, like, he, he knows the system. He knows how, how Phil or, or works like. Yeah. Like, he's not a brand new player. He has a few. Like, he has a camp in, in his bag. Like, but uh, uh, it's definitely one to look at. I know he was up against uh, what's your man the Sharks Talakai Talakai he made that break but after that he had a pretty shut down like the whole game like. yeah and it was it was um, I know look, I obviously listed off the line breaks tackle bus but just when I watched that game back the effort to bring him down mm. it's kind of I think he kind of seems to have taken his game to another Notch. He kind of was flashing the pan almost yeah. sometimes. And I think it was was it earlier this year when he was up against uh, the Storm Center, uh, Justin Nolan. Yeah. Like that was a real head to head. Like he walked into that looking for him all the time. Like. Yeah. And that's something that you don't see in all, in in any of the centers. Like the, 
to try and put it up to Justin Allen, which is a massive fucking yeah. thing. But uh, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a case to be answered that that his hand is he's raising his hand every performance he plays like, and the whole season like he's been exceptional. Yeah, we love it. Really does. I know. I know. I take your point on board about looking to change the entire Blues lineup on one bad performance, but I do just think it's that loyalty and um, versus form argument all over again. But I, as you said, like like the trend seems to be there years. Funny is he's twenty six. Tomo is the same. Mm. <laughs> like Katoa is twenty two. Like. Mm. So like there's not a massive difference in the age. Which in a way, if someone's on the back. Yeah, the back he might be the up and coming star, like, but he's gonna have to wait behind these two boys for a while. If Fiddler is gonna, yeah, if, if ass- he gets the next, uh, assuming in particular Tommy injuries don't really yeah. start to negate performance and yeah. stuff like that. But look, the time did go, but I think there's gonna be a fair few origin back and forth days yeah, points. I think so yeah, but the next one is anyway. Yeah. So we all seen the devastating news or the devastating footage of clearly. <laughs> Hold his hamstring and going off. It's been, it's been. I think the report came out today was six to eight weeks. I think now, so he's definitely out of the whole origin. Mm. So, no one that clearly is injured. Who plays in the halves for New South Wales? And I'm not saying seven. I'm saying six and seven. Yeah. That you know. So, for me, and it's, I get the premise of, of having John Lewis in an origin squad. Has Nathan Cleary, but without Nathan Cleary, I I, I, I can't justify him being picked. A no. few people have said. I think the partnership is the main reason why he's there. Yeah. Like the fact Penrith connection, like. And arguably, that's what's kind of been the Blues' downfall. It, to cut to not get too lost in it, but to the kind of downfall for New South Wales is with Jerome and Nathan lose try and play too much Penham style ball and it's it's not the National Rugby League no. it's origin yeah. and that's but we we sort of seen it last year when Cleary was out for the beginning of the season and Sean O'Sullivan came in mm. Sean O'Sullivan got all the raps mm. but yet you had your new set with six inside you mm. and he nobody he didn't get any raps <laughs> which and is there's no and even I know they started slow and they've had kind of, kind of mini reserves as to call it that well it's, it's more than a mini fire back up up the table I still have, can't remember a game where I've said Lua was going to play against Lua mm. I just think he's I think the game before the Origin he played really well like, but that yeah. was because Origin was coming and his name has been mentioned mm. and, but it just he doesn't do it enough for me like if you put like if Munster like up against him like, the things Munster can do in that jersey it's a different gravy and that's what we need we need someone with a bit of dog, with a bit of fight, and someone that's able to bring it to the to Queensland. For yeah, look, if he hadn't retired, you'd say maybe maybe it's time to play Jack and six. We're lucky he's retired. For me, apparently, if I go with Nico's in, obviously because he's there. He's, be, he's yeah. been in the system. You he's know, in the whole camp, like yeah. So he's he's my seven and six. I'm going with Mitch Moses. I've I've said it so many times I think that bloke was so unlucky not to be an origin and I think his ability to run the ball yeah. would completely free up Nico yeah. even which is mad because Nico was kind of signed to be the 6 but he's just yeah. naturally gravitated to be the 7 be the 7 yeah no I think it could be I, I 
I just think with partnerships as well, I think you could look at Reynolds and, and Walker. I'd love to see that. Because I think Walker has a dog in him. Oh, be like a monster and fight the whole game. like. Absolutely. But the only thing for me with the Walker, is he, he sometimes gets to a point where he just can't reel it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone. It's, it's, it's the red yeah. mist is gone and yeah. he's just ahead of all looking. Chasing a, a dog chasing the car. <laughs> oh, the, the dog on the M50. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, no, definitely. I know, for reference, for the listener, we have the list of questions of like the statements in front of us. I'm just going to freestyle lightly because it makes sense to jump to this given we've just talked about Cleary. So, there's a number of Origin stars have suffered serious injuries. Uh, Tom Gilbert out for the season. There's a great show. Jai Arrow, Cam Murray, Nathan Cleary. There's more than two I'm also missing as well. Um, there's three, three New South Wales players and two Queensland. Who's the <laughs> So the, the Queensland Cleary. is Tom Gilbert and Jai Arrow. Cleary, Monster, uh, Murray and... Oh, what's it? Uh, Turner. Yeah. Sorry. And given the fact that we've already experienced this with the COVID interrupted years, are we asking far too much of our players to back up? That's and I think that's not a fair thing to turn around to clubs and say, your star player that you produced the whole way through juniors made him into an international star. He can't play on the back of ours. I think that's not fair on clubs, and they're kind of been. Suffered again, like Pennant would be suffered, would be punished severely for producing talent. But I think, like, given Pennant, like, Pennant never really rested the players. No. Even when they were premiership, minor premiership winners, mm. it was the last year, the year before, they played everyone mm. on the on the, the sixth or the, the last round, mm. where they could have just let everyone rest. They still played every player. Mm. And I think next year, Cleary will not do that. I think you'll see a lot of these boys sit down. And rest because I think he's having he'll have fucking canaries about seeing porn hit and go down with Armstrong. Yeah, your your most valuable asset. Oh yeah, and he's gone for like eight weeks, like. But whereas you say, like Penrith aren't going as well as we all think they should. Be. <coughs> yeah, so the pressure's on those players oh, the start more than any other year. Yeah. But I'm just wondering what's wrong with an end of season origin. I think it's it was it was it in COVID when the numbers the like the television numbers weren't mm. great. And. If you're not in the grand final, you're gonna have a month without rugby. Said so that's what they do, like. But I think maybe even a magic, like I heard it in the thing, magic month in the season, where you play your your three, your three state of origins and maybe an international window in between it, where lads that aren't playing has a chance to play for Tonga, Samoa, Samoa. PNG, yeah, and bring someone else, like even Australia. Australian 15 or uh, whatever PM that, that PM yeah, the president's the president's and... jokes that yeah. you get lads like that but like even just imagine month that and you play the, the state of origin like the women's state of origin through this month so absolutely that's and you just give them all a rest like that's a, and even if you want you play three weeks or four weeks in a row that yeah. you don't go like the Wednesday and then the next one's on the 20th of June like yeah. you go bang every Saturday or every Sunday after one after another yeah you, you probably go you, you could do you, you could do, do a Friday a Saturday and a Sunday maybe or something whatever way the television yeah. goes or you, you could, what you could probably do actually is you probably go 
Friday, the following Saturday, the following weekend is off. So all eyes yeah, on yeah, international internationals. Game. Yeah, everyone's looking at your international game. Because you're giving it that bit of extra yeah. road recovery and then you're into the and grand finale, box off and then back to the clubs and go hell for leather. And if you did that, if you really wanted to, I know the time has gone, but if you really wanted to like drive figures, you'd, you'd do that. So you really drawn them in, drawn them in, drawn them in. And then you'd want to start back with maybe five, six games left in the championship. So Yeah, you, you pick it that you only have that run in then the final after. Yeah. Like, so every and game it's all matters. ramped up then for the final, yeah, the grand final. Okay, yeah, yeah. Every game matters. Yeah. But look, uh, moving on. I think I'm going to do the same as you. I think I have one more New South Wales, but it's, it's to the bottom. So I was just going to ask, two changes you'd like to see outside Cleary in the next Origin the team so either New South Wales I know there's two like Arrow and uh, Gilbert are gone anyway yeah. I think and you have Cleary is the only sort of I think Murray is a, is a, is a grind strain mm. I think he should be back in time but I think he should be starting yeah but that's what I'm saying what two changes yeah. to the start line up would you like to see in each team if you I would I'll pick one if you want New South no, Wales no no I, I can do two can we do two from both maybe um. Yeah, no, look, I, I, I think Cam Murray should be starting. I think, yeah. I think he's arguably one of the, the most pivotal players. I, I don't like Isaiah Yo at Lucy in Origin. I think again we're relying on the on the Panthers. If you, if Cleary and Lua is not there, is Isaiah Yo so important? That's that's the other thing then too. Like, and I, I just I think we're trying to, like. It's like literally saying well, why don't we just play the Panthers against. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Um okay, so the key ones for me would be I'd probably I'd probably bring go back to my early point and have Stags in. And I'll tell you the the my logic behind it is I just think there's too many fullbacks in the back line. Hmm. You need you, you need, need a special centre. Special centre, yeah, I think. Um I know more or I know uh Latrell does play centre hmm. or did play centre like but Turbo will never play centre until he fucking yeah um, hard to I, I, I say that hard to make any other changes for me for New South Wales hard to make changes for Queensland because obviously the one and the people I would have maybe had question marks over the start of the game i.e. the hammer yeah arguably had the best game the best game, best yeah. game. Um, Harry didn't start no he nearly started Harry just for that impact yeah just to get him going back yeah, he just I I think he's a hooker you can play multiple different ways. Yeah, well he plays eighty minutes for his own yeah. team, like I think. Yeah. And then to have someone like I, I think uh, And I'd play Lindsay Collins full back, high ball of the <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, kick it out when he's yeah. serious. All he's do is stand there, catch it, put his hands up. Yeah. And he's there. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see if he was fit, Jake Jakey come back in to New South Wales. Jabovich. Jakey too something. Yeah, I definitely think just his commitment and I'd like to see Junior Polo start a prop. Yeah. Nothing like poor Panga Junior did nothing wrong. But there's like calls for his head to not play Origin again. I don't think so. Just because he, yeah. he went for an off road that was on. And the same with uh, Hudson Young. Mm. I love his attitude now because mm. we don't have enough of it. No. We don't have them little dogs. <laughs> like yeah, every a, little round. But look how many Queensland headbangers was against him. Yeah. There were six or seven of them between one of him. There was one bloke who, look, again, it's very biased, but 
I'm generally not trying to be. I thought Horsburgh was unfortunate not to mm. make that Maroons. But I think it's meant to change it. Yeah, I think it's that new sort of the younger players that come through have gone through the Queensland being so dominant that they want to put a bit of New South Wales respect on New South Wales mm. and there's a bit of dog in them. Mm. Like I know I say it all the time, but Queensland or oh, New South Wales is about the dog. Like. Mm. You need boys that are going to die for their state. Yeah. And it seems to me that Queensland has far too many of them than yeah. New South Wales. Yeah. I don't like to say it, but I just think there's, there's, it's just when you look at it, it always seems to be there's more Queensland in the fight than there is New South Wales. Like yeah. something happens. Look, I know it's, a, it's an old adage, but uh, New South Wales, like, do they get it? You have to ask that question. Yeah. But look, moving on, uh, I'll try and stop being biased. Yeah, but not, not this one. It's not this one, because it is the question is check. bias <laughs> check. Um, I'm trying. To, I'm looking to get you to keep me in check and abuse me more often. No, you're right. You're actually going well, though. That's the yeah. thing. Can't say nothing. Yeah. The question to me is: Is has Jamal Fogarty been the most consistent half this season? Just because he's got to try to get. No, but it's, it's it's even in the other game. It's on this run. I think he's just really put his stamp on the side and I'm not as worried about losing out on, on Jack moving on obviously he's going to be sad to see him go but I just think it's more and more becoming his side which I didn't see it all last year well I think that this period when Jack made the decision is, is weighing heavily on the poor man mm. I think he's not the player he was in his own head I think he made seven runs at the weekend mm. which is ridiculous for, for a player of his calibre like. mm. but definitely since the decision Jamal Fogarty has gone through the roof of this form mm. like at the weekend he was making runs like some of the runs he was making like there's one out the back I don't know if it bounced to him or something and he was able to yeah. the yoke and make it up to like the 30 like and beat a few lads but I've never seen him do that before no, no. <laughs> but it, it's um, confidence as well it comes with confidence yeah and I think probably the pre-season injury sort of knocked him back within the group mm. and now he's starting to like I'd say at training and stuff like the, the, he's demanding stuff of players like yeah. being able to shout at someone you know the way and they know it's not personal he sees something that yeah. <laughs> you don't see and he wants you up or yeah, come with him like and you get that fate in that great um, yeah look I just for me he's there's a, there's a few guys you can I little resurgence there's a few guys you can point and say yeah yeah one of them got called up for origin one of them I think should have picked in the Roman squad but for me definitely I just think he's and I don't know is there an element to a Ricky's gone but look yeah once I'm gone it's your team now it's your team now or the way it's get two halves in the yeah, off season yeah the way to look for something else like. um, so maybe that he's, he's striving under that pressure um, like, and that was the question when he left great on uh, Gold Coast, Coast last like that was his team yeah and you're going into a team that has white and has like dominant players like how are you going to expect it to be your team and he's after coming through like, it's the half of the season that he is flying at yeah I know like ultimately not to big him up even more but it's a very difficult situation to go into a squad where your most viral moment is a <laughs> negative one <laughs> against the all-star prop um, <laughs> but look um, yeah look long may it continue not quite sure what the ceiling is for him I think he's pretty much at his ceiling I think so yeah as well if he just stays as consistent as he has and he doesn't go 
he doesn't try to do something he's not yeah, as yeah. well like he doesn't push balls he doesn't think that because I'm doing this I can do other stuff I can bring stuff just be solid in defence and attack the way he's attacking boom uh, we're going to stick with halfbacks so with the Warriors beating Dolphins at the weekend over New Zealand, uh, in New Zealand like how good has Sean Johnson been this year I think outside of the year the Warriors made the grand final which says in an 8, 10 around them 11 I think yeah that's the storm um, I think it's his best season of football I think it's ridiculous like he's he when he was with Cronulla I think there was a few injuries and stuff like that but it, because he was injured so much he had to work on his control of the game instead of his running and his stepping and stuff like mm-hmm. that but now that he's 100% fit he's bringing back his running and stepping and still having the control he had because he couldn't do the rest so he's becoming a complete like a complete uh, seven now I think I think he's working ridiculous and his partnership with Kane I think is Egan is it yeah I think that's becoming something serious as well yeah I think Wade Egan has taken a sizable jump he is he's not the greatest hooker in the competition I'm no, not he do. knows what his team can do and what the players around him can do but he's probably the most you know where you're getting from that bloke yeah Regar- like, regardless yeah. of who you're playing where you're it happy, is yeah. he's probably the yeah. first name on the second board yeah. at the end and you have a standard and he's 5% either side of it yeah he never drops he yeah. never has a real bad game like. yeah he's he not missing two or three tackles like, or he might get a bump or something like that but he never sort of lets you down yeah and he's He's a, he's a physical hooker too. He's yeah. a tall hooker, yeah, yeah. N- natural build. Um, I just think he's brilliant. So that's that's obviously having Sean Johnson. I think an element too for Sean Johnson where he left the Warriors and they kind of he may have been slightly taken for granted prior mm-hmm. to leaving. I think so, yeah. But since he's come back, they're so happy to have him back, and he's feeling the love. He's playing phenomenal. Football. I think he's settled over there as well after the COVID and stuff like that and they're moving around the kids and family and stuff like that. I think that's a massive thing. Now, suppose we, I think, who was looking, there's two teams looking from in Australia. Like, he's out of contract at the end of the year. But there's two teams looking from for a two-year extension, uh, not two-year extension, but two-year contract. But I think he would be mad to mm. leave New, New Zealand. I think New Zealand would be mad to, to let him go as well. Yeah, because I, think <laughs> about Roger to coming back next year and having Shawnee Johnson as well yeah like just for the names alone for that team to have New, Ze- New Zealand players playing in New Zealand every second week or whatever it's and household names like it's and especially Roger to like or DJ is coming back from Union like there'll be a few more eyes coming back to see if he can do what he did before what he did before like and I think that yeah. would be massive for the for who's it's it's for league in New Zealand. It's never going to trump Union. No, but it's also fair to say that they have the a All Blacks have never been as sort of disarray. Not even they're not even in disarray, but they just they've never looked more mortal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the invincibility of or the around them is long gone. Like long gone. Um, I I I don't even think it's a Warriors issue. I think it's a New Zealand rugby league issue. They need to. Whatever they can, they need to be doing it. So yeah, 
Um, final four tackle. But, but yeah, look, uh, short, long answer short, John Johnson, arguably his top two or three seasons oh, of definitely. all time. Yeah, of all time. Um, and my final one, we'll circle back, power rankers. <laughs> Who's been bottom for the last while? It's been the Dragons. Flanagan to the Dragons. Is he the man to restore the Dragons to glory, or will he ultimately be a failure about B? And here's why. You had uh, Royals, was, it was happening, it was happening, it was happening. And then he's turned it down in the hope that Bellier. Well, it seems to have happened. <laughs> yeah. She's going back there next year to be an assistant coach. Yeah, so, but in the hope that in a year's time, yeah. Bellier finally steps down. And Flanagan, for a long time, has been looking to get back that head, head coaching job that he's. Yeah, probably feels well, like he has friends in the media that are pushing his name every time to get a chance. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. No, no, many no, coaches. No. Yeah, all day. I, I they, they all play the game. Like. I know one in particular that has a lot of allies in the media. Um, but yeah, do, do we think he can guide them back to do a similar job that he did in Cronulla? And are we talking like, is there going to be drug tests and stuff like this? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, I don't mean that kind of a job. I mean, a put them back where they arguably feel they belong, which is well, in all fairness, perennial top eight title. He has a grand final medal in his pocket. His like, and that was a team of of not real stars. Like Cronulla Sharks, when you look back at them, like who was their key? You're talking about the second what's then the prop uh his prop was Paul Gallen. Well look man, <laughs> massive origin star, just never really got the hardware, got his hardware then. I'd say Ben Barber. Yeah. Other than his breakout season in, in the Bulldogs, that was his best season. Yeah. Mick Ennis, a very astute yeah, yeah. That was and then you'd like Luke Lewis, you the young Wade Graham. Um was Al Holmes is there. Uh, Jack Bird in his pomp there. Yes. I think he was. He was, yeah. Like it was it, it was a strong team and it was a team of players who just needed someone to get them over the hump. Yeah. When the time Mick, Mick Ennis had I'm pretty sure Mick Ennis had been involved in the Bronco Premiership. And uh, the Storm one as well. Remember yeah. when Cam, James Cameron of the played for Billy Slayer? Don't think he Bulldog one. Don't think he fully has that medal. That medal might have gone missing, uh, but it's on his yacht somewhere. Don't worry, uh, or that bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. that brown bag. I think it's more horses. It's in the stables somewhere with that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I think, I and, and I think Ben on goals. I don't see those pieces being there. <laughs> well, the only thing about it is who else is around that's going to do it. Like I know you're all looking at the assistant coaches and and the job that uh, Webster's doing and uh, Charles doing. Arguably, Webster's having a better season than Geraldo. Oh, he, no, he definitely, he definitely. <laughs> For the boys. But, uh, well, Flanagan's isn't but supposedly, supposedly the board doesn't like, or the rumblings is that the board wasn't, it wasn't, Flanagan wasn't the first name or even fifth name on that. No, because Royals was. Yeah. Um, which? Royals and, uh, what's your man? Hosby, uh, is it? Supposedly he was on it as well. He's the old, uh, yeah, right. full back for the Reds at yeah. one stage. Yeah, look, that, and that's the thing. They, they love, the Dragons love the a former Dragon. Yeah, the former Dragon. 
look, and that, for that reason, I think the Dragons need someone outside. That look more and more like the Pascoe Metalizers. Well, if Riles if Riles went in had his meeting and had a long meeting and looked at everything and didn't accept it, there's something <laughs> there's something not right with the Dragons and something not sitting right. Yeah, yeah on the sniff of a. And if they were going to give him what what say Serrano has or Webster has, and didn't give him, there's definitely the board has too much power or or something like that. That there's too much, the fact that it's it's run by the board more than anything like that. I think that we just R- don't know the CEO, yeah. like the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's mad what um, form will do for you. Um, but yeah, look, I think moving on to. This week's previews. We ramble on and, and we just fly through these. Yeah. Um, so Cowboys have the bye this week. So Thursday starting off Thursday ten to eleven. Uh, Titans take on the the Tigers in Seabus Super Stadium. The Titans open up with a dollar seventy seven to the Tigers two oh five. I think this will be this will be a really good game. It'll show you if Titans have what they have to. Say get over the second half hump that they have. The Tigers are playing great football at the minute, and you like I wouldn't be surprised to see the Tigers put a score on on, on the Titans in the second half. <laughs> yeah, you know like, what I mean? Like, like the half. way that like because the Tigers are staying in the fight most games. Like they only lost to the Raiders by a point, and they were in the game the whole game. Like so, if you're interested to see, I just think Titans at home, home advantage and the way they're playing. I just think they might just have a little bit too much. Mm. But don't be surprised if, if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's fair enough. Um, next up, Friday at 9 a.m. Uh, I think everyone knew who was starting at centre in this one. Uh, Raiders, Warriors, six versus seven. Um, I think there's far too much emphasis put on Coco's game. The betting is opening up at the Warriors $2.60 versus the Raiders $1.50. I think it's far far closer than that even if it is in the nation's capital that weather doesn't impact Kiwis because it's a similar climate yeah. they're happier yeah. look the return of Chanzik and Klockstad there's there's a few ins especially from a Raiders point of view but they haven't actually filtered through to the starting line the only one could be Elliot Whitehead who returns from a short stint off Sebastian Chris as, uh, as well as back at fullback having missed last week and Jared Fogart you kind of would have expected those Xavier Savage is back fit doesn't make the 17 as is Danny Levy doesn't make the 17 but doesn't make the interchange didn't so look business as usual I'd back the Raiders but I would back them by the smallest margins I would say just don't it just shows you how it just shows you how tight this table is like like a home advantage in Canberra used to be a major thing then yeah especially against the Warriors <laughs> <laughs> and now it's not the going so yeah I'm surprised I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Warriors fell over yeah. uh, 11 o'clock on Friday then Manly take on the Dolphins at Four Pines Park uh, Manly open up $1.40 to $3 for the Dolphins uh, a few injuries in the Dolphins front I know Milford is gone for three for three games now that's stupid it was a high tackle mm, hit drop yeah, yeah. hit drop or a high tackle and uh, Manny then are trying to get Turbo back in. I don't. I haven't seen the update of that yet, and I think they updated. Uh, there's a few still carrying naps. I think Jake's still out, and the brother, 
it'll be interesting to see but I think Manny might just have enough with the injuries mm. to the Dolphins in this one um, back to Dolphins I just don't I haven't liked Manny at all at mm. all at all I find it very difficult to back them except I know obviously they gave us a good item but um, yeah I find it very difficult to back them I'm going to shout for the Dolphins but I think that could be a game that might not be worth watching no if I'm being brutally honest moving on 6 again um, Super Saturday Rabbitohs in 3rd Dragons to 17th not going to waste a whole amount of time here even without Cameron Murray and Jai Arrow and uh, obviously Latrell Mitchell is, is, not, is still not back I still back that Bunny's spine like Blake Tapp is a brilliant but I think brilliant yeah, player. and then the way that the Tolo and and uh, are playing at the minute like they're ripping up trees in, in the centre for me absolutely and, and uh Someone to give a random show who's kind of one of those unpraised uh, he- heroes. Hamlin and Selig, I think, is playing brilliant. Um, so, yeah, look, I'd, I'd be backing the bunnies and yeah, probably backing them by, I wouldn't be surprised if it was 10 or 12 yeah, points. It's close enough in the, in the, like it's a dollar, maybe a dollar cookie in the difference in the betting, like, which I thought it might be that more with the bunnies than with the bunnies. Yeah, 145, 275 mm-hmm. uh, in favour of the bunnies. So the next game then Saturday is a half half eight. Uh, the Knights oh the Broncos take on the Knights at Suncourt Stadium. Uh, as you say with the with the the last game I think the Broncos at home they don't have that many injuries or I don't think they have any injuries. Everyone backed up alright margin. I think the Knights are looking a bit rudderless now at the in at at mid half. So I think the Broncos will just have way too much, especially at home. Yeah, I think I tend to agree. Um, the only thing is probably fresh. Um, yeah, one fellow went to Bali at one stage, didn't they? Yeah. Um, next up, my God, how far it shows how far they've fallen this year. That I'm not excited about this fixture. Yeah. But uh, Panthers in first against the Roosters in ninth. It's it's very much as you'd expect. Obviously, the key place to look is half back. So it's Joy Manu against Jerome Luai and it's Luke Carey against Jack Cogger. Um, I suppose that's where. The price has probably dropped slightly. So it was Panthers dollar fifty four, Roosters two dollars fifty. Outside of that, the only key talking point is Swally out on a three game suspension. Yeah, I need. Yeah, could, could have been a lot more. <clears throat> to be fair, um, yeah, I'm I'm backing the Panthers just to keep churning. It's, it's easy to back them when you have that recurring kind of pack that they have. You've spiny players, you've experienced players. There's boys arguably not that are, are not in camp that are playing unbelievable stuff. Like I mean, yeah, like I mean, Fisher Harris and and Leonardo are playing unbelievable stuff and connecting together all the time. And look, what I think is someone who's on on his day is the best fullback competition Dylan Edwards mm. sitting there and not being talked about. So yeah, I think the Panthers and I think six to eight points make up back in there. So first game Sunday then it's at five past seven. Uh, the Storm take on the Sharks in AMA Park. Uh, the Storm open up with a dollar sixty to the Sharks two dollars thirty five. This would be an interesting one because like the Storms got their arses handed them against the Cowboys last week, and the Sharks really didn't put in the performance that we all thought against the Broncos. But with the week of rest and stuff like that, I think everyone fresh. I think the Storm might get a get a comeuppance now in Melbourne. 
looking at the Sharks, the way they play, like I think that the Sharks will bounce back from that defeat against the Broncos last week because they arguably didn't show at all. Whereas the Storm just got their arse handed to them. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I just think it's five, and I will go with the Sharks in this one, maybe. Okay. Um, I think it's arguably the best tight around. Um, and I think they've been kind of neck and neck all year. Mm. So I'm not surprised who it goes. I'll put it down. Probably edge the storm just on home. Just on home performance. Home yeah. advantage. That's the only reason I'm backing them. So, yeah, look. And finally, moving on, the Bulldogs versus Para. I think, given how messed up this uh, year has been, Para, I think this could be something that could really drop the wheels off. Um, obviously, the side I'm looking for still has Dylan Brown. Five eight, he's not going to be there. Mm. Fox, the Fox is back in for the doggies. Their spiritual leader. I think the Bulldogs might do an upset here. Um, they're still down to two dollars seventy five. So if you're still getting that for the doggies, I think jump on because Dylan Brown is arguably having his best season. He's someone I'm, I'm quick to slate, but uh, he's arguably having his best season, and he's now going to be missing for quite a while. Is Reed Mahoney concussion as well? He under a cloud? Fair enough on the website. I heard the crowd panic of playing hooker for the New South Wales um, the cup the last six rounds. Yeah. Like, I think he was coming in, but I don't know. I, I thought that Reed Mahone was because he got knocked last week, taken off. Yeah. Because that he, knee to the head. I think he, I think uh Gus has a phenomenal ability to regrade those players. Yeah. Um, and I think I did listen to his podcast at the start of the week, or maybe it was this week or the week before, but that he was saying he's no symptoms grand so they're looking to downgrade him but yeah I think dog isn't an upset there for me just screams an upset uh, it's an acre stadium so it's as it's as good as a home game for both games well let's games. hope that they come out and play the way they play like the early ball shifting to the edges and mm. catching the ease in the hop yeah fair Um. perfect not really much to add no I think it's going to next weekend I think is, is that the international weekend the fall yeah. origin 2 um, so at least you want to buy him again uh, <laughs> yeah but that's all for me that's me done too thank you and good night good luck Short pass Mitchell, beautiful pass to Tupo, into the backfield, Gibson to the net!